Welcome, welcome, welcome to Player One on Sin. That's right, Player One, not Player Two, not Player Three, Player One. Tonight we have a wonderful show for you coming up. We're going to be talking about all things tonight. We're going to be going over some news. We're going to be going over some releases. Of course, we're going to be going over the May the 4th Star Wars stuff a little bit later in the show. But before we get to any of that, we're going to tell you where you can find us in case you want to have a look and go a little bit deeper on that. Um, we are, of course, on Player One Sin on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check them out. They've got some lovely content coming out real soon. We're on YouTube, Omni, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast, and Spotify, and literally anywhere else where you can find a good podcast. In fact, if we're not there, I'm sorry, they're not a good podcast platform. Leave a review, tell them that. They should have us there. But of course, um, we've got all sorts of really good stuff. I did just mention our podcast realm. We've got some episodes going up. We have reviews. We have previous interviews. We have so much good stuff to check out. If you're not looking at it, really, what are you doing? And as well, last night, in fact, last night, as of recording, myself and James, James, we were, oh yeah, James, that's a new name for you guys. James is a brand new presenter on the show. James, say hi. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm James. Surprise, surprise. He's a pretty cool guy here. But of course, we actually did record a brand new Battle of the Brands uh, episode last night. You guys will have to listen in and check our socials to see what that is and to keep up to date with when that one releases. But of course, uh, we are joined by not just James, we have Dem and Tom here tonight. And of course, I should mention because things do get a little bit difficult and sometimes we do need to take a step back. There are helplines available for you. Those helplines are Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636, uh, Kids Helpline at 1800 551800, and Q Life Helpline at 1800 184 527. Please check them out if you feel that you need them. This is Brian Wecht, and you're listening to Player One on Sin. And we are here for the news. It's a big one, so I won't waste your time and jump straight in. So let's go. Reminder that I am not Connor and I don't drink Red Bull past the hour of six. So unfortunately, I don't know how fast I'll go, but I'll go as fast as I can. Let's rumble. An illustrator formerly from Rockstar Games has been creating vintage video game comic book covers. Check out Mark Sisuluna's work on Twitter and Instagram. Don't know if I said that right, and I apologize, Mark. A new game circulating just inventory management has released and looks fun, yet triggering. It's called Save Room. A Russian esports team has been booted from Dota 2 qualifier for ESL 1 Stockholm Majora for drawing the letter Z on the minimap. The symbol is significant for its current use in the Ukraine-Russian conflict. The May PlayStation Plus games are FIFA 22 for PS5 and PS4, Tribes of Midgard for PS5 and PS4, and Curse of the Dead, uh, Dead Gods for PS4. And the subscription service will also be adding Naruto Shippuden, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, Soul Calibur 6, and Blasphemous. Game Pass titles coming in May include Loot River, Citizen Sleeper, Floppy Knights, Sniper Elite 5, Assassin's Creed Origins, and more. Xbox June Showcase has been announced. How exciting. Borderlands Movie has released images. Check them out online. 
Splatoon 3 has been revealed to include all base weapons from previous titles. Switch Sports is rocking every Switch lover's world as of current. And it is also just so darn simple, cheap and beautiful. It's also destroying lots of TVs. Remember to wear your wrist straps, folks. Don't forget to check into Animal Crossing for the same bugs and fish that always appear in May. Could be a great time to... Time to, uh, to could be a great time to finish that encyclopedia. Just saying. Our KK Slider final release and an original soundtrack too for Animal Crossing New Horizons is now pre-orderable. Turns out the Tomb Raider reboot trilogy sold pretty well, a combined 38 million copies. Modder Rudism shared footage of Elden Ring being played with a Fisher-Price talk. <laughs> I saw this. This is great. Which he effectively turned into an Xbox controller. He also explained how he was able to leave many of the toy's original sounds intact. Beautiful, beautiful content. We love a good mod. Robert Razorguy Krakow, the co-founder of Razor and pioneer of the gaming mouse, has died at the age of 81. PlayStation has quietly announced a delay to its PS4 and PS5 cat game, Stray, with a release now expected from Blue 12 this summer. That's our summer, not, not American summer. Everyone shrugged, we're not sure. But either way, it, it's a fair way off. Genshin Impact Update 2.7 has been delayed due to China COVID lockdowns. Updates are generally around every six weeks, and this is the first time since launch that an update has been delayed. And James, you had more information on this one? Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting because we've ne never seen a delay for any Genshin Impact updates. We've had all the way since 1.0 every six weeks. It's been pretty consistent. Um, I'll, that's pretty much all that I'll have to say on that. Um, some other news is that we've also seen the new trailer for Sonic Prime on Netflix, and Bianca is pretty excited for that. We have Beautiful. a new Sonic voice actor. There's a new one, guys. Oh, no. Who oh. now? Do we know? Do we know the name? I forget or... his name. He is being lauded by the overwhelming um, good, good press. Um, and the trailer itself makes the show look very, very good. I would suggest checking it out because, oh boy, we're in for something good and another good year for Sonic. So many, so many uses of the word good in the same sentence as Sonic, which is really exciting. But guess what? No! Yuji uh, Naka, who also... Uh, was a producer on Sonic the Hedgehog and is the director of Balan Wonderland, uh, or was at uh, one point, uh, has actually apologised on Twitter. Uh, he was removed from the game six months before it released and apologised for the game's performance, uh, blaming Square Enix for the whole affair. Very interesting. But for now, we'll jump over to the new releases, which, Tom, I believe you had stowed away. Oh, I found them. They're here in my Found little them. bag, my little satchel. Let me pull them out <laughs> one by one. Here we go, coming up May the 10th for PC, we have Songs of Conquest. I don't know where this accent came from. Uh, on May 11th for PC, we have Brigadine as well. On May 11th, we also have Source of Madness for, get ready, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, SNX, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Now, big day, May the 12th, we have Achilles Legends Untold coming to PC. Cantata for PC, also on May the 12th, and... The Centennial Case, a Shijima story, I said it wrong, for PC, PS5, and PS4, and Switch. Uh, as well, May the 12th, we have Flippin' Cactus for PC. And on May the 13th, we have Evil Dead, the game, for PC, PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Woo! Wow. And we just got through all that news, but I, I, is there any more news? Like, we covered a bunch there. <laughs> 
<laughs> James, I know it's your first day, but I would expect some classier, uh, like, knowledge, um, culture really? up there. We've got Embracer Group. Okay, I don't know if you know them. I sure don't. They've acquired three studios from Square Enix's North America branch. Yeah. I know. Cool, right? Say Square what? selling off their North America branch. Uh, apparently, due to them potentially not caring enough about some of their more... Um, Eastern titles, such as, like, uh, Kingdom Hearts, but, but you know... Uh, Can you not care about some... Kingdom Hearts? Well, there's some cool things coming out of this, okay? So that means that uh, we're going to... Eidos, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix Montreal have all been acquired by the Embracer Group. This means Tomb Raider, okay, might actually be seeing a new future under the Embracer Group instead of Square Enix, which is very interesting. Eidos... And Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix Montreal, basically all of their credits are Tomb Raider games. There are so many Tomb Raider games, guys. But also, they're responsible for uh, the Avenger game. Wow. You know, the Avenger game cost Square Enix $200 million. Oh my god. Okay. Now, Maybe they this, weren't so worried about just like, you want it? Sure, This is coming right. from um, a senior analyst from MST Financial, uh, a group that studies finance. That's uh, their prediction on the matter as to why they sold for $300 million. <laughs> Now, two games, two years, and Square uh, North America gone, which... Obliterated, it sounds like. I mean, like. yeah. The Avengers game makes sense. Guardians of the Galaxy, I hear it's pretty good. But, uh... You yeah, know, I've heard I've good heard things about late. it. I heard too late, sadly. I've only heard good things about I've it, which is interesting. I've only heard bad things about the Avengers game. Yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting to hit to play that Guardians of the Galaxy game once I get Game Pass once again. Like, I'm, you, I'm so ready yeah. to play that game. The, the Guardians me, game I'm isn't bad. It's just a matter of it's not fantastic. The, the Game Awards was what made me mostly interested in it. It was like saying, oh, they won... Like narrative of the of the year, what? Yeah, because okay, it, it would flop. It it definitely tried to tap into that Spider Man energy as opposed to the Avengers energy. Because yeah. from what I understand of the Avengers, there's just not a lot of story going on there. It's just a whole lot of characters, but also like and not grinding. a whole lot of replayability. Like it's yeah, just, the grinding's not good. Well, also, Deus Ex Machina is another IP that we could be seeing. Yeah, back, which is super exciting. I love Deus Ex Machina. A lot of fun. I said. Here in my notes, it says that I very much enjoyed the fantasy prequel Vox Machina. Great times. Um, <laughs> wait, is that is that wait is that the movie or am I thinking of something the wrong thing? I think I'm thinking of the wrong thing. <laughs> right there we go. So it's Critical Role's Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I was their like... first campaign. The team's called Vox Machina. I know it. It fly over its head. It's fine. Another... I was thinking about that movie with the the lady the la like the robot with the lady face. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely no, no, different so again but the um different. the original the... deus ex was amazing and then yes. become human was also yeah, like Latest just one oh i've heard i've heard just sort of lackluster things yeah. i remember watching total biscuit do a review of become human and just how much everybody loved or just sort of was annoyed by how often the main character jensen would be saying um i didn't ask for this and I, guess what we also didn't ask for this, but hey, it could be so great! Well, of course, those are some fantastic uh, franchises that we're super excited to see. But to all of my favourite Scott Wars fans out there, Gex has also been acquired. Could we be seeing a new Gex property? 
I think if we did, it would just be like Vegemite Fridays at Hugh Jackman's house, okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you said words, and I was paying attention. I don't know what that and means! you completely threw me out that's, of the room with that that's, one. That's like yeah, Gex I, I'm, quotes. I'm, I'm where confused. Gex is like, this is like Taco Tuesdays at like... Oh, I'm with you. <laughs> it was a Gexism. It was a Gexism. <laughs> Amazing. I'd be what? curious to see Gex get revamped but i'd also think gex is the one where i don't think it would work anymore because gex was super 90s yeah but um, all i have to do is just swap the celebrities out with modern celebrities like... yeah but every celebrity is problematic nowadays well isn't that the thing though this wait sorry this is like cool he's cool there's a lot of sounds going on right now but i don't I'm really trying. know what's going on i'm trying guys okay i'm just thinking about reboots and i'm just getting excited speaking of but, reboots uh... though tomb raider Recently, we heard this will be the last thing before we pass on to our next song. So, James, you better have a good segue in mind. Um, of course, uh, the Tomb Raider series was just promised to have a new set of reboots, a new trilogy on its way, like the millionth trilogy it's had. Don't we love a reboot? I'm very curious to see what on earth that means for this new reboot and what happens for the Tomb Raider franchise and Lara Croft moving forward from this because, I mean, who knows? I don't. Well, speaking of wonderful, uh, the wonderful Benedict Cumberbatch uh, recently uh, starred as Doctor Strange in The Multiverse of Madness, which oh. is now out. Um, and guys, if you haven't seen it, still yeah, in cinemas. I, I can't contain my excitement anymore. <laughs> well, as, as an idea, Dem has seen the film. Eleni I have seen, seen the film. The film. Um, and of course, unfortunately, I have been spoiled as to a lot of the things within the film. Empire. Yeah, that's just a, a, a heads up. Stay off the internet if you're worried about people finding out about things because the internet's a dangerous place when it comes to spoilers, especially it now very... that it's out. Um, but James, Tom, you guys haven't seen it and haven't been spoiled mostly. So go ahead. What do we think's going to happen? I'm Dr. just Strange. so excited. I'm, 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 I don't <laughs> want to yell like you've got a Madness. It's, it is my my, st my, t my stummy tummy, my little rumbly bumbly tummy is churning. I'm, I got butterflies right now. I'm too dang, gosh dang excited. You guys seem very, very happy about it. Dem especially. And for me, as a huge Sam Raimi fan, and as a Marvel fan, I guess, you know, I'm a pop culture consumer. I gotta be. Um, I, I just, I, I seriously cannot contain myself. I feel like... Now, okay, I have notes. I have notes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna compose. Oh, yeah, some notes. Oh. Yeah, I was, go I for take it. notes for every segment. I'm just, uh, so here's my notes. Keen. I've already done that one. Uh, Sam Randy. Oops, Keen. covered that. Oh, time. Oh, I love time. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I love, I love fun time things. Doctor Strange, he does time things. Probably not anymore. Um, cause yeah, didn't have the. Like, well, there's no um, time stone anymore. Yeah, give it off. Um, just uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Catch my breath. Take a deep I've breath. Take a breathe, deep breath. Breathe. Okay. Things I want to <gasps> see. Things I want to see. Obviously, we understand there's multiverse of bandits, and the multiverse could include franchises from the recent Fox acquisition. Now, I, as a kid, for some reason, didn't like the Fantastic Four as a kid. I don't know why. Why wouldn't I? It was so. The second film is weak. I yeah, think. I, I remember that really disappointing me. Um, I also did not like at all Fan Four Stick. However, I think it would be very funny to reference it. Like, just have, like, Killmonger show up and be like, oh, and then he's on fire or something, you know? I just, I... That, that'd be one way to introduce a character, literally have them come onto scene 
in flames. <laughs> which which um which flame on are you looking for? You're looking for the Chris Evans one, or both. maybe you're looking both, both both at once. Both. Fan four oh. stick would be fantastic, I think. But uh, uh, Chris Evans, I think, would confuse audiences. Ah, uh, yeah, just just a, <laughs> just a little. It's like, hey, oh my funny. god, Captain America. Speaking of Captain that America, that could be fun though. At the same I, time, <laughs> Captain I America is on fire. Just on fire. <laughs> Cap? I no. I had the pleasure of watching. What do we call it? It's a movie. It's a show. It's uh, a movie. What if? Wow. What if? Wow, wow. Really? Everyone's seen it's What If. Probably. Visual media. Oh, is I, it Marvel? I very scene. much, yeah. Marvel's What If. I very How much many... enjoyed oh. the first yes. episode with Captain Carter. I know some people didn't. Yeah. What, yeah, so, What If was a great so series. fantastic. The, the action, I felt, I was like, oh, what's this? Brutal Captain America, and they're cool as heck. I love it. I, I want to see Captain Carter. I've also... <sighs> Yeah, I just I want to I want to see some strange references to like poor timings of like maybe even Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Hmm. Oh, wouldn't that be good? Ghost Rider with. Uh... Oh, wouldn't that be good? <laughs> with Melbourne Luke... Streets. Uh... Okay. I was gonna <laughs> say Luke all, Cage. No. Sh- yeah. <laughs> this is a little scene where they drive up to my house because I live in Melbourne and Nicholas Cage is like, "Tom, we did it." And that's what they have in the movie. That that had. Ooh. I uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm very excited for Mum, okay? Yeah. For Mum? Yeah, Multiverse of Madness. Oh! Oh, Oh, well. uh, I Uh, now understand that joke you told earlier about Mum versus Mom. Hmm. Well, uh, speaking of people that we could be in there, obviously it's a multiverse, so that, that opens up everything. As you said, we're at the recent Fox acquisition, as you said, that opens up heaps of stuff. And for me, the one that kind of screams what's going to happen is the X-Men, or an X-Men adjacent thing, just because Wanda Maximoff, for those who don't know, Ooh. is part of that story um, and is very, very heavily uh, involved in the X-Men in every comic series there is, apparently. Um, and if that's happening... No Who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll no see Ryan Reynolds. More mutants? More mutants? Ryan Some Reynolds mutants? would be a cool. A single Ryan Ooh, Reynolds. Yes. Uh, a mutant? <laughs> a uh, mutant. Ryan Reynolds? I would like a single Ryan Reynolds. It would open up the playing field a little bit. <laughs> give us um, two, actually. Give us two Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not just one. Give us, give us, give us all of them. No, give us I, multiple. Um... Let, 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 let be a multiverse of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> multiverse of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I mean, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe was a thing that ran oh I think, a few years ago, so Please that could be an interesting one. Are we going to get they... um, another another? Uh, I can't remember the first name, but something Boner. Sorry, brother. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Quicksilver reveal Boner? in uh, in uh, Vision show. Where yes, like... more Quicksilver. Yeah, but his name, he's like, no, I'm just an actor. My name's something Bona or whatever. Oh, he was like, no, because that was like everyone in that town was that. So it was a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, Disney yeah, slash yeah. Marvel. It was a coincidence. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hi, I'm Elmza and you're listening to Player One on Sin. And we're talking the fact that there's no E3 this year. But there has, in fact, been an Xbox showcase announced which is in collaboration with bethesda many exciting things we're thinking elder scrolls we're thinking starfield we're thinking that weird vampire game i'm not an xbox person xbox people please take it away is it really collaboration when xbox owns bethesda though yeah well (laughs) collaboration (laughs) feels like a strong word doesn't it sin collaborating with player one yeah you are 
Um, no, no, but this this one's exciting because I mean, with Bethesda at the helm or involved in this one by name specifically, something's gonna come from them. And really, there are the three big things that they've been involved with recently. Uh, of course, being Elder Scrolls Six, which we haven't heard about for quite a while now, um, and as well, Starfield. That's probably the big two that people are excited for. However, we could also get this weird vampire game that everyone was showing no, and everyone there's went. There's so much more, though. Sorry, I'm so well, excited. Enlighten me, my friend. Okay, Run these games by right me. Now. Imagine, imagine there in, in my room, my fingers touching tips. I look to the side. Doom Eternal original soundtrack a release on Spotify, please. But I don't feel like also, we're going to get that. They I don't think we are, but I want it. Just for that. <laughs> that. I think that's just you hoping and praying to the um, gods there. But also, uh, a teaser for... I wrote Doom Beth 3, but really it's just Doom whatever year they release it uh, title. You know, a, a third Bethesda Doom game, okay? Maybe another Wolfenstein one. Okay, I like oh, those God. two. Uh, but I also have here Deathloop DLC. Maybe. I'd like it'd, to see it. I love it. It'd be a way to bring something quite... back to those games. Yeah. Um, and it was such a popular one, too. I feel like so it'd be fun. so good. Yeah, I still go back to it every now and then play the PvP, but it's a bit quiet. Um, Starfield, though. Wow. What do we know about Starfield? What do we know about Starfield? From the image, Nothing. it kind of looks like something from Lightyear, <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah. I wrote Starfield. Space. That's all my notes. <laughs> Welcome to the Bethesda game, experience. It. You know nothing about the game except maybe the time period. Yeah. Hey, but it. no, but it's okay Fantastic because the anti-grab, the anti-grab vibes of Bethesda games will work here. Yeah. They'll be canon, so it's fine. I think ah. the most exciting thing for me, my prediction is, okay... Other recently acquired game um, studio, I mean, more further back, Oblivion. Uh, are we going to finally get New Vegas to Vegas? Are we going to see it? Are we going to get another Fallout to Vegas? I hope so. Um, obviously, that's a very that's a pipeline dream for me. That's like me like writing a letter to Santa and saying, "I've been a little good ba boy. Please give me a, a very, very, very good boy." I think you should add a few <laughs> yeah. berries onto that one. I mean, he's, well, he's Santa might write back knows. and say, well, why not just get Game Pass? That's got other fallouts on it. But of course, Play Game Pass, ball. I think, Game Pass is probably the big one here just because um, in the last year or so, Game Pass has had a 45% increase in users monthly, which is insane when you consider what it is. So Game Pass is going to get something here. Game Pass will get a big release. Hopefully it's something more exciting than MLB. Uh, because they tried to push that as super exciting, and everyone loves Major League Baseball. Don't we love Major League Baseball, guys? Oh, yeah, we do. It's so we love good sports. if you care about oh. Major League Baseball. Yay, sports my team. Brony. Um, but that was a big one. I think one that I would also be very interested to see would be more about Fable, because we've heard... Oh! About Fable, if they did point. another Fable, oh my god. We're getting like, another Fable. We are. Well, it won't be for freaking anything else except Xbox, won't it? So I'll have to get an Xbox But the now. thing is, we haven't heard about that game no. since 2020. It's All been I care two is years. Danny Elfman must do the soundtrack and they must base it on Fable 1, not Fable 3. Thank you. What do you mean, base it on Fable 4? That was the best one. Um, but of course... <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing we could see is another Forza Horizon or more news on Forza. Just because, I mean, Forza is huge as well. I think 
it's probably a good shout to say that we might get some Halo Infinite news. Given the way that game was built, they expect that game to last a very long time. So who knows? Maybe we'll get some DLC. We might get, you know, uh, uh, here's some something based on one of the previous games. Have fun. Here's, you can play as uh, the alien dude whose name I've forgotten from Halo 3. Um, there's so many different opportunities here that you could go with. Um, and I think this is maybe the most exciting Xbox has been ever. Am I, am I incorrect here? Correct me if I'm wrong. Ha ha. No. No, oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Just comes out and say ha. Like, I have so much information from that ha. Like, there's so much here, and I, it, it is genuinely very exciting. I, I, I'm going to throw one out that I don't think we're going to get, but I'd love to see the Resident Evil 4 announcement. We're getting that somewhere. It's not going to be here, though. But you know what will be here? The brand new Borderlands movie. When that comes out, we have seen some brand new pictures and some stuff being shown, and it comes up to the question of, does this look accurate? Is it faithful to the games? Are we keen? No, we're not. Is this something we're looking forward to? Tom, I know you're a Borderlands fan. Please, go to town. Wait, you know I'm a Borderlands fan? <laughs> you remembered. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I remember everything. It, just, it, it matters so much to me. Uh, speaking of matters so much to me, Borderlands. I have such fond memories of finding this game after school one day and going home and celebrating by shooting a bunch of bandits. It, it, it was quality time, but I'm afraid of the future. I, uh, I much, much like many people when it comes to video game movies, uh, long for a, a time where I am not afraid, but that is not today. Uh, I have here in my notes, sadness. Uh, I have read the script leak. I don't like to read leaks, like full story leaks for movies. Often I kind of, I, I like to immerse myself in some of the, the fringe leaks, but this one, uh, I couldn't hold myself back. I, yeah, I have 3,000 hours in Borderlands 2, and I thought, you know, I know a little bit about that story. I can recite quotes that come up, you know. Just a little. It's a great one. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> cool cast. I think the cast seems kind of cool, guys. Well, I speak guess... about that cast, because we do have other movies with major, you know, A-list celebrity casts for video games. Obviously, the Mario movie comes to mind. This one does have a pretty amazing cast. It even features Jack Black as well. How do we feel about him specifically as Claptrap? I feel like that's a... That's a good pick. Good work. That's a great pick. Um, I... In fact, <laughs> I, I have some strange theories about this movie. Uh, I, Jack Black actually played... Borderlands 3's uh, demo at E3. Um, and I, I think he played with his kids. And I've heard about this as to why Kate Blanchett, of all people, is playing Lilith, is because their kids told them to. Now, is this a film comprised of famous celebrity parents whose parents, whose kids were like, oh my god, you should definitely be in the Borderlands movie? Because we also have... The likes of Kevin Hart as Roland. Okay. Um, Clay, Kate Blanchett already mentioned as uh, Lilith. Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis. Um, I don't recognize any of these other names. <laughs> well, it's probably worth mentioning that this isn't the first time we've had like a famous actor play a video game character because their kids like the franchise or want them to do that. Uh, Jim Carrey did the same thing with Eggman. And um, I think in the case of Jamie Lee Curtis specifically, Jamie Lee Curtis is just 
a major nerd. Um, I know she dressed up as, I believe, a World of Warcraft character for her, I think, daughter's wedding um, to officiate that, which was really, really cool of her. Um, so, like, it could be a bunch of parents doing it, but if it's a bunch of parents doing it to please their kids, that means, in theory, we're going to get some good performances because they want to, be, you know, leave a good legacy for them. Uh, I think of another character who left a legacy for their kids and did a movie specifically for that. That was... Who played Janie? Oh, uh, also in um, the Street Fighter franchise of movies, uh, the big bad continued to play those movies even though they were bad because their kids really enjoyed uh, watching them in it, if I recall. I could be wrong. I could be entirely wrong. But um, these, I'm reading through the names of the cast and looking at, you know, okay, who, who as a character is coming in. We have General Knox, uh, Krom... An Atlas, uh, it's just some kind of like out there, huh, that's a bit, I didn't know, okay, hmm, <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense, these aren't major plays in the Borderlands story, but I, I do have here in my notes as well, story should not be a copy-paste, to be fair. I don't want to go into a cinema and see the same thing that I've played in game and be like, ha, oh, that's that exact moment. I, I do want to be thrown a bit of a spanner and experience something new. Hey, what's up? This is Family Jewels, and you're listening to Player One on Sin. We're diving into Kenobi now. What do you guys think of the new TV series that's coming out very shortly? I'm excited for it. Are you guys excited? Excited is a word that does not really describe how I feel about this one because excited <laughs> is too uh, low down a word on emotional scales because this one has made me feel every emotion. I have cried. I have smiled. I have laughed. I have been angry. I've gone through the five stages of grief upwards and backwards <laughs> regarding this particular show. I am unbelievably excited to see the return of Ewan McGregor into the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi and picking up from the end of episode three, which if I'm being completely honest, the most interesting part of Star Wars for me is that little bit of time in between episode three and four, because everything's really, really fascinating there. Um, and obviously, yeah, we're not going to get a Darth Maul fight. They teased us by using that song in the trailer. Uh, oh, and the soundbite really they've us. used? They've, they've used a, like a full soundbite. It was like, Kenobi! Like the one that it's from the final season of Clone Wars as well. It's like, they do not tease they were this doing on me. That. But of course, we have so much to be excited about because not only do we have uh, Ewan McGregor coming back, we have Hayden Christensen. We oh. have Anakin coming back. Not Darth Vader, Anakin. And not this a voice is... actor pretending to be Anakin. It's no. wild. This is that's actually a very interesting thing because Hayden Christensen said as a part of preparing for their return to yeah. the role, they watched all of Clone Wars. How good is that? How what imagine a... that being like, yo, it's me. That's, that's some my commitment. character development. Oh, it's so good. Especially since Clone Wars is probably the best part of the prequel trilogy as well. I think it's an incredible vibe to think that this actor is like now basing their performance, or at least like bringing that performance in to their own. I think that's great. Especially... It's fascinating given, sorry to cut you off there, Tom, but no, given how 
like into their roles the actors involved in the prequels and clone wars specifically um so so into those roles and want to return back to them we even had liam neeson recently saying that he would like to return as qui-gon jinn in the future so i would kill to see that too maybe maybe just maybe we'll get a season two of kenobi that'd be kind of cool i wouldn't mind that one i don't know about you guys give I me mean, more kenobi more careful, more obi depending on who you kill you might get cut in half and kicked out a hole but you'll be back with robot legs and um <laughs> like i oh, i think one thing that really excites me is after having read the darth vader comic line that was created by uh, after disney's acquisition uh of star wars where vader is just horribly depressed and like dealing with the fact like their guilt and trying to meditate on it and stuff and i, I it's such an interesting character side that i think the prequels definitely kind of like tease that we would have to see this, but obviously the the normal calls, not the sequels. The original OGT. series, yeah. The normal calls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't give us that side of Vader, you know, obviously. Like, he's not a frontline protagonist. No. It's understandable. But I, I want to see some of that in the Obi-Wan show. We're getting another return, not of an actor, though, of a composer... John Williams is returning to do oh. the oh. track. Good. Good. Fantastic. I'm ready to have my ears blessed. Yes. Yeah. So you know, good. I, I I am a little concerned though. I feel like I know one group of people who don't seem to care enough about this show, and it's Disney Plus's marketing team. Oh. Yeah. Don't even get me started on Disney Plus's app as a whole. That thing blows. Are we gonna um, see, like I, I I swear it's been too long since we've seen any discussion or like marketing fault for the obi stuff it's so soon it's right around the corner and you, like, actually though no the although fact they that just... it isn't releasing on may 4th and that they put priority on releasing dr strange on may 4th is a little bit strange to me i mean may 27th <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah, really far they, away but the may way 4th they, was perfect the way they pushed you and mcgregor out in front of a camera and they were like explain why it's not coming out sooner how we pushed it you've got to explain it to them otherwise they'll be mad at us and then Ewan McGregor's like, it's okay, it's not coming until a little later. Do you guys remember yeah, that? Yeah, and then, we're, then that. we were all just like, it's okay, Ewan, that's all right. We yeah, all love all you. Right. It works. Hello there. <laughs> they know. <laughs> they know how to catch the fans. Oh, but true. I'm hoping it's because they wanted to add more quality to it. And I, I, I that is, there is one thing, even if Disney Plus has uh, an interface like a bumhole, um, at least the quality of the content on there is still pretty schmick. So, well, it's Disney. Yes, exactly. Now, I should mention something that did come up and I did see this. I forget um, what outlet it was and I forget the name of the woman involved in this one. Um, but uh, there's a woman who's very involved in Star Wars and at least has been since the Disney acquisition. Um, she had the entire script rewritten uh, because it was quote unquote too bleak. Now, I don't know about you guys. I was oh. kind of looking forward to a depressed Obi -Wan. depression arc because oh, I mean, duh. It's it, poor Egg just killed his brother. Like, yeah, of course you'd be sad after he's that. He's just watched everything he loves go away and die. And that would have been such a nice foil between Obi Wan's character and Vader's character as well. Oh, I, I'm I'm still putting up hope for this just because the prequels are something that, and prequel content even is something that even despite how bad sometimes it can be, it's always been entertaining. It's always been something that you can go back at and have a good laugh. You can have, um, you know, a, a good look and smile at a lot of it. Um, you know, even watching the prequels, they're not great. Episode one and two aren't good. 
Um, episode three is pretty good though. Um, when Obi Wan says, "May the Force be with you," and he he's in the light side, and he's there, and he's saying goodbye to Anakin. And the next time they see each other on Mustafar, damn, that breaks my heart every time. Oh, what a move! I, I, I want to cry at that scene. The novelization works as well, and I think this is because the stories of these those three movies are solid. It's just some of the shooting of them is really questionable. Like there's this, and, and we are running out of time. But there's this whole part where there's that. There's that dichotomy between Sabe and Padme in the first movie where they're always swapping between and everyone was like, how does she have time to change? And somebody pointed out to me that that's the decoy. And it's like every time that they swap clothes, that's the decoy. And that's why Padme is so frustrated on Tatooine and stuck as the handmaiden. And it's wild. And I'm like, why is this? And it's just those moments that you realize after somebody points it out to you that these movies are actually incredible stories, but they've been shot quite questionably. Hey, this is Phoebe Watson, and you're listening to Player One. We are talking Star Wars Rebels, especially that scene. Uh, we were just talking about it then, actually, but we thought it would be interesting for everyone. Especially that scene, just the amount of Vader that is used between uh, episodes three and episode four in that time period, how Vader is used there. We were talking about how interesting that is and how interesting it can be to uh, create fear around a character that you already had feelings for in ways. Um, and it's really interesting, especially in that there's this one part of Star Wars Rebels, and spoilers, I suppose, um, if you haven't seen it before, because I don't think we'll spoil the last season, because last season's lit. Um, but there's this scene between Ahsoka and uh, Darth Vader where she realises who Darth Vader is, and it's like wild and stuff. Um, and we were just talking about how interesting it is to see a character so established be that way. But guys, what are you thinking? What are you, what, what are you, what are you, what are you going for? Honestly, I think that that's just raised a great point that I've only now thought of. Star Wars just always does itself to, uh, with the movies where they'll set up a character and be like, oh, by the way, they're super cool and frightening. But then in the movies, we won't really see it. Sort of like what happened with Boba yeah. Fett. Well, there's that one that's coming to mind. A bit like that, like outside of uh in empire strikes back with the the scene in the the carbonite freeze anyway the one where he set up a whole um a dinner table for his guests um oh i love that scene to death i was watching that today oh that movie every time i watch it it brings back that same vibe every time oh Mm. my god that movie is the best movie i completely plan to rewatch all uh, all nine, even if it's not a good idea to hit the last couple, um, I'm still going to rewatch those. But something that you mentioned, characters that are cool that don't get enough time in the movies, Darth Maul. Mm. We, we're not going to get him in Kenobi, unfortunately. But you speak of Rebels. Rebels you has say the this. Obi-Wan. You don't know this. We don't no, it's, know been, this. it's been confirmed. Well, um, to be fair, there's nowhere he would fit in, is there? Because yeah. he's already been defeated on Mandalore. And then in that time frame, he goes under the radar until Rebels. So there is... I yep, mean, and I was about to get he, to that. Um, Spoiler he again for Rebels. Yes. He dies in Rebels to Kenobi yes. in what I genuinely think is the best fight in Star Wars lore at all it's because so it's quick. so quick. It makes sense um, and it just feels so disconnected from what you're expecting when you know they start lining up to attack and then it's just over like that and they just sit down and have a chat over a campfire and it's just so somber so different the the creative team behind that scene as well i remember like a lot of talks about it as soon as it came out about how like they were like no you know we're trying to take it back to its roots like this is a samurai fight scene and kenobi is someone who lives with his guilt that day for losing Gwygon and 
Maul is a bit like of a menace. He's a bit cruel and he tried to use the exact same move to kill and defeat Obi-Wan yes. as he did Qui-Gon Jinn. But then Obi-Wan's been thinking about that moment for his whole life and he's just like, it's just over instantly. It is such a it's such a samurai fight, isn't it? The way oh, it's beautiful. But it's interesting because you're right. There is no way he can appear in Obi uh, in in the Obi Wan show in Kenobi because he mentions to Ezra, who ends up leading him to Obi Wan in that episode, that um, I haven't been able to find this guy, and he's like, he's a tortured soul. Oh, it's it's watch Rebels, people. Watch Rebels. It's, Which, that, it's, like, it's, on, my, it's on my it's on my to-do list. Actually, I, I really enjoy uh, Solo as a bit of like a car trip, pseudo-space car trip journey. It's all it's a fun colours. You got some pseudo great actors. Like, they... And, um... It, it's really just hit me right now after you say that, that Maul is just... He's completely devastated when you find him in Rebels. What happened from being the crime syndicate boss in, of the Crimson Dawn? Because, oh. like, he's going nuts by the time he faces off against Ahsoka. Like, he's already having, like, his mental breakdown over... Because he's like, Sidious will be taking over soon. Like, I need to get out of here. Like, I, you can't, I can't be keeping this up, guys. Like, it's all going down. Like, what the final season of Clone Wars really gives a lot to that bridging arc of, of Darth, uh, Darth Maul, where he snaps and loses it because he's already losing it but then once he's part of the once he's the leader of the death watch once he once he leads mandalore it it starts to happen and it's like oh but and, and again this is a this is a character we got like what three lines for in the original i think yeah, one of them was literally oh yes master to come back <laughs> yeah. but then they got um count dooku oh yeah but yeah they, they had to somehow fit in dooku and grievous um which again more fantastic characters that did not get the time to shine that they really deserved um, outside of really uh, Clone Wars. And I'm not too, I'm not actually sure if they appear in Rebels, um, but if they do, they still get the time they need Little... because it it baffles me that we have so many great Star Wars characters that aren't touched on. And I feel like Obi-Wan, even in the, even if you were to use it flashback wise, you could definitely have these characters feel important because you can have, you know, Obi-Wan have memories of fighting Grievous, have, you know, fighting Dooku, fighting um, Maul, fighting, I don't know if he fought Palpatine at all. Um, I don't, don't think he did actually, um, but fighting so many different characters that, you know, this Kenobi show is going to be good. It's exciting. Help <laughs> release it earlier, Disney, please. For me, just for me. <laughs> just for you. They've got so much to squish into their schedule. I feel like the main issue at the moment is trying to get it all out for us. Um, that really do be the problem. Moon Knight. Give us... <laughs> oh, I'm going to go watch it after the show. Oh, I'm watching I, that I, after I, this. I, I haven't started it yet. I really need to get that started soon. Sorry. I'm getting very excited because today we're going to be doing Tom's quiz. I have eight quiz questions. We're going to split it across two parts. That means four each. And two, my lovely audience and my lovely hosts... The rules are as follow. I will ask a question. At any point, you can buzz in using your name. And during that, I'll, I'll let you give your answer. If you get it right, you get a point. And we go to the next question. If you get it wrong, the floor is open to everybody. They can buzz in. If not, I'm just going to say, that's my point. And I tricked you. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we're, playing, we're playing for who gets to write the quiz next week. That's because I won last week. I just know too much about Call of Duty Zombies. 
Everyone should have been, they should have been aware, they should have been ready to lose to me. So, uh, as well, I have a theme that links all of these quiz questions. And if you can get it right, anyone here, or if you at home can, send us a message on uh, our social Can you also, win the quiz? Yeah, DM, you win us the quiz. At... DM us. Uh, and also you get a point. Yeah, you get a point, the coveted point of player you one. To, you frame that on your wall. Yeah, actually. frame it on your wall. We don't have anything. It's like an NFT, <laughs> but you don't have to pay for it. it. It's a free it. NFT. It, Take it, it is, while you can. It is yeah, non-fungible. But FPS shooters hit a massive popularity craze with Doom in 1993. Oh, it's a Doom question. What? was the genre called briefly following its original sale oh, no. that it sparked. Oh, this is a tricky one, and I'm going to give other people hints by talking about it, but it was mm. based on one of the names of one of the games that was big around that time. Um, and I'm running through my mind. There was obviously Doom. There was Quake. There was the original Wolfenstein wasn't too far away from that. I'm going to say Bianca... Um, is it Doom-like? Is it just that Ooh, simple? Oh, ding, ding, ding! Bianca, great score. It is Doom-like. That is the name of the genre following uh, its release. There's a lot of Doom-like games. I misunderstood the question. Yes, Completely. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> totally my bad. I misread my notes on it. And it's also it's handwritten on my napkin. But... <laughs> napkin? On your napkin? Player one. Eh? Planned I'm... and and delivered from up, napkin. I'm at a cafe. I eat a, a croissant. And then I get inspired. And I write down a question. Okay. Okay. I can't help myself. I just... I Some per the question. Little, the crumbs and shake it loose. Okay. Here we go. What multimedia franchise had their game be the first Doom-like shooter with jumping. Doom-like shooter... So the hint uh, is that this is jumping. a multimedia franchise. So not just video games. Oh. Multimedia. Hmm. I'm trying to think, does Doom a have shooter. jumping in it? A shooter. <laughs> it's a shooter. It's a Doom-like. It's a Doom-like shooter. Yes. Damn. Damn. Duke Nukem? Uh, so, the, the, Have I completely misunderstood is, the is question Duke again? Duke Nukem movie? So the, the idea is uh, that they, they they don't just make video games under this brand. I wasn't sure if there was a movie. No, I just was okay. like hoping because I, like I don't be, know. I, I, I wouldn't be too surprised. So you're going to give me the point because I'll take it. Oh, you're wrong. Um, oh, okay, so cool. We... No, that's all right then. I have one, so James. Yes. I'm going to say Halo. That'd be the only thing I can imagine. That is a multimedia franchise. I'm so sorry. Halo, they do jump, but they weren't the first. Uh, a multimedia franchise is a franchise spanning multiple forms of media. B. Okay, B. Is it Doom again? It is not Doom again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping it on topic, guys. It is Star is it Wars. Oh! Star Wars Dark Forces oh! was the first Doomline game where you could jump. Really? Unless, of course, you guys know it at home. No, I feel like I did know that. But it was... And it was also the first Doomline <sighs> you could look up and down. Really? That's so interesting. That makes sense. It, it's the I first like game where you can, where you can use your head. Uh, yeah. You know, just stuck in like a, a Batman uh, style. like. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars revolutionizing the video game scene, just like the movie scene. Beautiful, amazing. I've got a fantastic question here for you. This, uh, this one's a little easier. Which famous author 
is a story writer for Elden Ring. Damn! Damn. And I've forgotten his name. I know this. I know this. No, no, no. Go away. Um, right now. George R.R. R. Martin. There you go. God Thank damn you. It. I have still yet to play Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> and he also, it's fun though. fact, he didn't actually write the story. He just hit the beat. He wrote the beats and then they formed the game around them. Mm, in fact, so I guess he, because he, played, he is a story he writer. I originally had a lead story writer. I was like, mm, I better check that. That is incorrect. <laughs> so, yes. Um, George R.R. Uh, uh, Martin. Okay. So. Beautiful. I got a point. Yeah, we're tied on the board at the moment. This is for our last question of this part. This Japanese development company started in 1986 as a productivity software team until they released their first game in 1994. For the PlayStation 1, in case that matters. Who are they? Dem. Dem. Square Enix slash Squaresoft. Oh, I'm so sorry, but that is incorrect. <sighs> Productivity, interesting. Productivity software, yeah. James, and I'm going to say Sega. Uh, that is also incorrect. No, they they had they were there before Sony. Um, oh, this is a tricky one. Um, it's going to be really. It's going to be like, oh, of course, but for now, we're like, what? Yeah. Productivity. That's a hmm. Um. Um, well, why don't you have a guess, and then can I, we ask a question? Yes, in fact, I was going to—I was going to give a, a hint. Yeah, can we get a hint? I, I don't have oh, an answer no, for that. Okay, so uh, we'll clear the board. Everyone can ask a question again after this. Uh, my hint was going to be that I actually was very curious. They have a, a name that sparks intrigue, and it was the reason I wrote this question. Um, It's—they have a very interesting name. And it's why I learnt about how in 1986 they started as a productivity software company. Can I ask a question? Yes, damn, ask away. By productivity, do you mean word processing? So, I think that's what it is. It, it is word processing, I think. It's, it seemed like such a broad scope and I actually tried to find their first software, but I couldn't. Oh. I have one more. So, James with James. Bandai Namco. That is also incorrect. Oh, if you, mm, what? Are they still going? They are still going. They have had a release this year. What? Big release, small release. <laughs> that was a big release. A big release this year. Like a big main title oh, game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Why has had a big release this year? Dem. Dem. From software. That is correct. Oh my god! I thought it was. <laughs> so that I was like, why are they called From Software? Like, there has to be a reason. I couldn't find it. That's great. I mostly found people using, uh, complaining on the Steam forums using some intense words. Don't Google it. <laughs> um, this Japanese dev company started at 96's productivity software team. So I think because they were a productivity software developer. When they make software rather than games, you have the software at the end. Uh, and then they released their first game on the PlayStation 1 in 1994. Which is, which is why I said Square Enix, because I was like, I can understand how Squaresoft could have been a productivity yeah, company. They might have, actually. Uh, but... That's wild. That was 100% again. What was their first game? Uh, I think, I want to say something Knights. Nightfield or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Well, you know Interesting. What? I... 
I'm a point down. James, we can still both win this one. Yeah, well, um, I, I still got yet to get a point, so uh, hopefully I can get something. That'd be well, nice. Sadly, I, I know to everyone's disappointment, I've only got a zero points. I, I want some more. How's everyone else going in this quiz? Debbie's winning this. She's got two, and I'm, I'm only sitting here on one, so it's still anyone's game, though. Don't worry, but we're tied. But... Do I count? If you guys don't get a question right, I think I, th I feel like I sometimes deserve a little credit for being so smart and creative with my questions. <laughs> if you don't get a, that's if, one way of putting if, it. If no one gets a question right, then it's not a good question, you know is what? it? I I'll give you another opportunity. There's another point. Although there's an eight-question game, there's a ninth point up for grabs. If you can tell me uh -huh. the theme of the questions now. Uh, I'll give you a hint. My theme was inspired for a little bit of spite I have for a Player One uh, veteran, Zach. If you're out there, something that you and I have had a little bit of banter about in the past that inspired me to make this quiz. Now, we'll keep going. This que this next question. This is a good one. I want to know what this beef is. Yeah. <laughs> Let us in. Give us the gossip. You gotta, you gotta find out. I mean, you, you, you'd hope you'd remember. Um, okay, so, here we go. What fruit is the namesake of Hollow Knight's developers? Jacob. Bianca. Hey. <laughs> oh. Team Cherry. It is a cherry. Oh, that was close. That was close. I kind of tried to make it a bit of a spin, make you say Team Cherry, and then I would say, sorry, but that is not a fruit. But you, you clarified at the end there. You did say cherry. Fantastic. Now we're tied up on the board. We've got 2-2. Two, two. 1 so and 0. Me. It is okay. It's okay. <laughs> you like games? Games, James, because we got some games that we're going to be talking about, James. And this next one might be up for you. What two games are the namesake for the genre that... Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Bianca. Okay. Uh, so, Metroidvania, Metroid and Castlevania. Fantastic. Look at you go. I did not understand that question. My brain fool did not comprehend that. Am I writing them badly? No, I don't think I was. I think I was amazing. Then it's just bad. Thanks. <laughs> Everybody just shits Whoa. on me during wow. the quiz. Wow. <laughs> I sorry, what that that bleep that hurt my head. That that, that that got me in my ears. Okay. No dookie, thank you. As the quiz master, I demand that you stop. Okay. I don't like misconceptions where we where we have to talk about fake swears. No, in fact, I prefer common misconceptions. A, Are you just a common really misconception here. Uh, lies in the two particular subgenres made from the hit game Rogue. So there's two subgenres that came from this game. Damn. Which? Oh. oh <laughs> I no. think you missed it. You missed it. You poor. Clarify for you. Yes, I want you to clarify for me. I wanted to clarify. That was a pregnant pause. Thank was, you. It was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that okay, was on okay. purpose. Which? Do you want, I'll give. I'll give. I'll give you. I'll give you the chance. I'll give you the chance. I'll give you the chance. That's on me. That's on me. Which of these two? Is the binding of Isaac. Damn. Damn. Oh, damn. It's a roguelike. Sorry, uh, now how can you spell that last word? Like. Okay, you're incorrect. Bianca. B. Roguelite. That is correct. Oh. L I T E. 
find a deep dark hole and play Elden Ring in it. That's why I, I, that's why I was very trying to be very doing. specific. I was trying to, I knew it was a tough question. Oh, that's just pernickety. That is. is it is. If, if I may ask, is the uh, topic of this one particularly genres? Uh, I'm going to need some more specificity. Genre origin. Uh, no. Because <clears throat> I, I remember the beef that you had with Zach now. This goes okay, okay. back to last year and I think season <laughs> three. Well, this last question will, might irk you a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I would say that you just, just weren't specific enough. So here we go. This last one, James. I reckon... I, I see your name on it. What is an English word that can introduce a simile oh and can be used as a preposition? Oh. Dem. Dem. Like? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's oh. the theme, is the theme like? It's like me like. Like genres, yes. Yeah, like genres. I get that point then. That's two points to Dem. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> what are we on then? Uh, are you tied? I think no, we're actually, tied. No, 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 because uh, that's four for Dem, oh. three for B, because I, oh, oh no, four for B. So yeah, you're tied. Wow, interesting. I don't know what to do. I hope that deep dark hole where you're playing Elden Ring was enjoyable. I could write a little. <laughs> it has been actually an extra question <laughs> to to solve it, but I don't know if we want to make a link. Hey James, yes. Ask us a fun question. A fun question. Doesn't have to be hard. Just make a it fun about a question. Splatoon-like game. I'll. A Splatoon-like. Splatoon-like. I like that. I have, but that I do not have... just a third-person shooter. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Ninjala one that released for Switch. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay, I have one. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, just give me one moment. I just want to like clarify my spelling. Wouldn't it be funny if I got this question and then we had to do another <laughs> tiebreaker? Okay, okay, yeah, no, you can't. You can't do it. Oh, I can't as oh. Oh. <laughs> We've been confronted with the tiebreaker between Dem and B. Now, of course, I came prepared. I wrote a little bit of a hidden sneaky one. I'm going to zoom in all the way in my notes. 800%. There it is. In 2019, this game released in an attempt to change the, the name, the genre of multiplayer walking simulators to this uh this game ah oh, what game attempted to change the name of uh the genre name of walking simulators that are like online multiplayer this is really weird the multiplayer in this game is quite exquisite b b is it death stranding it is <laughs> strand like was a oh my god yeah i remember that hideo kojima themselves Quoting that Death Stranding is the first strand-like game. And of course they were referring to the fact that it's a walking simulator where you also build and collaborate with other people around the world. Uh, but... I remember hearing that. I remember this, yeah. Running it off is just going, I've it's actually... Kojima being Kojima and being absolutely insane. And well, it did it work? Maybe I feel like it worked. Call. We do, because uh, <laughs> B was the winner. And hopefully... You're here next week to be able to write us a fantastic oh, quiz. Oh, I'm going to write us a quiz that's going to make everyone happy. I'm and excited to, to see how people do with it. Hello.
This is Howard Scott Warshaw. I created Yar's Revenge, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the E.T. video games for Atari way back when. And I just want you to know that you are not only listening, but you are enjoying Player One on Sin. Go on, enjoy it. We're heading into the final few moments of our show. It is so devastating to some of you, um, unless you want to listen to music, but we're here now. You've got to listen to our voices. Bianca, this, oh, is, we... this is it, isn't it? Well, isn't it? Because we'll be back next week in a more powerful um, form. I don't know why I said that, but you know what? We're going to come back next week and be full of energy, full of vigor, and full of more fun conversations, news, releases, whatever you're into. Of course, if you're looking for us, you can find us all over your socials. Those are Player One at Sin. Sorry, Player One Sin, even on Twitter, Instagram and facebook as well you can check us out on player one sin on youtube well, player one sin on would you believe it the podcast realm apple Podcasts, google podcasts omni spotify literally anywhere else where a good podcast is found of course if we're not there i'm sorry find a better podcast place um it's just, just, just how that works. Um, but of course, we've talked about some great stuff. We chat about some Star Wars. Of course, if you have some cool Star Wars stuff to talk about and you think, well, we miss talking about that, hit us up on our socials. If you yeah, let idea, us know. If, you, if you're like, well, you didn't touch on the, gron- the gonk droid, uh, hit us up. We'll do a whole talk about the gonk. I'd love to talk about the gonk. The gonk. <laughs> But of course, we are hitting the end of the show, as James said. And you know, it's not just you and me tonight. We do have two other wonderful hosts on tonight. Guys, do you have any last leaving words, any fun facts, any weird facts, anything you'd like to run by the audience before we head off for tonight? I'm the better EP. Thanks and good night. No, that's Excuse me. you? <laughs> well, you're not the EP anymore. Um <laughs> 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 nah, Lenny's my gem. She's not here tonight, but a lover. Uh, and I'm sending those good vibes out into the void. Well, she'll hear this, but still. Speaking of a Lenny, Thomas. Sorry, I, I found that such a great segue um, to me. <laughs> no one I'm, else I'm, understands I'm confused. That. No am... one listening to this understands guys, that. But we're going to move on. Keep going, guys, his, his name is Tom. Thomas. Yeah. And I got that. Yeah, I'm so funny and I'm so smart. She just needs some big brain energy. Gonk. <laughs> Beautiful. That's that big brain energy right there. Player one. Awesome. <laughs>